Sandra Cohn. I'm an award-winning photographer, industry educator, and best-selling author on a mission to help other photographers just like you reach the level of success they want and deserve. What I know after 20 plus years in the photography industry is that building the business of your dreams is totally possible. And on this podcast, I'll share everything I've learned on how to do just that. So thanks for joining me and let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Beyond Natural Light podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Cohn, and I'm really excited for you to be here today because on today's episode, I am sharing a really interesting conversation that we recently had inside of the Six Figure Studio, one of my coaching calls. Um, We were having a conversation about clarity. Clarity is the first phase that we cover in the program. The program goes through clarity, which is all about branding and Then it goes into communication, which is your messaging and marketing, and then consistency, which is systems. But in the clarity piece, we uh, started talking about how do you find your vision? How is it that you know, like you figure out what it is that you do, what you want your work to look like, what you want your work to feel like? Those are all such important things to building a strong photography brand. And they sound simple, but when you really get into figuring that out, it can be kind of challenging and kind of hard, which is precisely why I love having coaching calls inside that program so we can all work through it together and um, support each other. But at any rate, this is a really interesting conversation. I wanted to share it with you today. So go ahead, have a listen. And of course, don't forget to share this episode with someone in your life, maybe your photographer, bestie, um, somebody who could use, use this information as well. It's really powerful. And once you figure out your vision and you get crystal clear on that, I promise it makes everything else in your business so much easier. So enjoy the episode. Um, I'm just, as we talked about when I came on that I'm just getting the, uh, revisiting all my headshot work. I was pretty good with my kids kids portraits um but see i was listening to everybody i lost where i was going to go um it was really good in the sense that like a lot of people have said it's just figuring out what i didn't want to shoot um and being okay with that um i think the biggest hurdle for me was i didn't i i love shooting people's faces more than anything if i didn't have to include any other body parts i'd be fine oh me too 100 um because they're just i'm fascinated by the face and then also it's just like i got to figure out what to do with the rest of the body parts <laughs> it's like i don't want to bother i love the rest of the body parts. well you know what i mean um I so hilarious so it was at first i was like well I, I i have to learn how to pose and all this other stuff and i was like i really don't want to and and I hate saying that I don't want to do something because um, I just sound selfish, but at the same time, it's like I, so in this process of going through all my photos um, that I had currently on my website, so I got rid of the ones that were on pure 255, 255, 255 white, because that just, that required work, because there are some ways to get really close to that without doing posts, but in the end, you still got to do some cleanup work. Um, I got rid of all the ones that were anything below, you know, mid sternum or lower. So they were, most of them are super tight still. Right. And, um, 
And another thing that I felt like I was, I was giving my hardest self a hard time was shooting shallow depth of field. Mm -hmm. I really just enjoy how it looks. It feels more intimate to me than shooting super, super deep. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was like, finally, I, I mean, I literally just said, screw it. This is what I like to do. So this is what's going on my website. So and isn't because there just like freedom in that, like I wanted to, yeah. to like you reframe when you were like, you know, I don't want to say, I just don't want to do it. Cause that sounds selfish. And I'm like, or that sounds like super empowering. Like, well, yeah, I, no, but it, there's, there's the market pressure of like, well, yeah. can you, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And if someone does come to me, see, I need it on pure white because our corporate standards sure. are there. Then fine. Of course I'll do it, but you just won't share it. That's I'm fine. not going to share it again. And I had yeah. some really good ones where I actually feel like they were, they were on white and my retouching was pretty sharp. Um, but I actually had some really good interaction with the people and they were just more than the typical corporate on white stuff. Cause the guy was having fun. And, but I was like, no cut, took it out. Um, and just, and so it was the combination of getting rid of the ones that I don't want people to see unless I absolutely have to show them in an email or a PDF. Um, and then going through, and just literally starting from raw all over again on the ones that I wanted in there. I was like, ah, I like this. I like the portfolio now. I mean, there's some couple of them that are, as, as time goes on, that'll probably get cut as it gets freshened up, as I get a little bit tighter. And, um, and then I think it was Ariel that you mentioned just about the energy it took to arrange, to come up with concepts and, because I have the skills to do a like full family composites with things floating in the air and all that advertising retouching background. But I'm like, I actually don't want to do that with my own work. I have fun when other people give me their projects and I still do that on the side, you know, as a main interest, but it was nice to just shoot. So I'm even reshooting. I went back to a client that I shot a couple of weeks ago that I thought needed more environment and a bigger crop and stuff like that. And then it was, I was like, can I, I told him when I, before I got there, I was like, can we just shoot some stuff just to you? I just want to do some experimenting, no cost to you. It's like an extra session. He's like, sure. And he's a super chatty guy from Oklahoma. But anyway, so we just chatted the whole time and I got a couple that like, that's what I'm looking for. And I was totally just messing around. So I'm, I offered to him, what if we go back and shoot your whole staff in this style? Mm. No, no new session fee. I'll just charge you for the ones you picked. He's like, absolutely. I think that they'll fit. I like them so much better than the first ones you did. So I was like, good, good. So they're shallow depth of field, super tight and using Ektar preset. So I love it. So, and you know what? The more you do that, the more you hone in on it, that becomes your style. That's becomes what you're known for. And that's yeah. how you start to stand out in the, in the market as something different. Yeah. interesting. Yeah. And even, really, yeah. Like it's all about like people being able to see your work and know like, oh, that's Mark's work. Yes. And I'm trying to, and to get that way. And even choosing, I didn't want to do, I love Sandra, you and Ariel's work and hi, honey. <laughs> There's my wife. Um, hi, honey. <laughs> I like the light and airy feel, but I also like, that's not what I'd like. I'd shoot, speaking to you, Sandra, I'd like to do portrait pushed like plus two, super mm -hmm. dark and moody, but I yeah. also know that I, that wouldn't fly too well. I just enjoy shooting faces. And if I can kind of, Ektar was kind of my compromise of, it's still a brighter picture, but it's got a little bit of grunt to it that 
like, okay, I'm not compromising myself completely. Yeah, so no, I'd still I love enjoy it, it actually. Thanks. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, start with the faces and the people and then just see where it evolves. Yeah, well, and the other, for people that are, Tiana, for just starting, giving yourself a couple of weeks, three weeks to do this, I was getting myself rushed and um, like, uh, I just can't figure it out. And so I would just shelve it for a few days and come back to it and then get, I got stuck, I don't know, three or four times. So like, I don't know what I want. I like so many different things. So it took some time. And so giving yourself some time to do that because according to Sandra, once this part happens, everything else becomes much easier. So take the time and the patience to, to do this first chunk. Yeah, it's true. It does. I promise. Molly, don't you think it'll get easier? Like Absolutely. Once, yeah. So take yeah. your time, spend your time on this, on this first phase, because it is challenging. And even though it seems so simple, it's, I think, like the hardest part of the program. 100%. Yeah, it was surprising how challenging it was, even though I've worked people on branding all the time. And it's like, oh, I got to do it myself. Dang. I know it's different, right? When you <laughs> have to do your personal. own work. Oh, yes. Don't I know it? <laughs> Just ask my husband. I can solve all of his problems, tell him exactly what he needs to work on. But doing exactly. it myself is yeah, so much exactly. Harder. So thank you. Appreciate yeah. the appreciate the work you're making us do. Hey, friends, Sandra Cohn here. I want to ask you a few quick questions before you go. So what if I told you that three months from now, you could be ranking on the first page of Google? Or what if by the end of the year, you were having five-figure months inside of your business? What would it look like or feel like to add an additional 10000 or 50000 or even $100,000 to your yearly income? Would you want to know more? Pretty sure you would. And here's the thing. These are some real results that students are getting inside of my group coaching program, The Six Figure Studio. I mean, listen to this. In just three months, Christine went from not ranking at all to ranking on the first page of Google. How'd she do it? She just implemented the SEO techniques that she learned inside of The Six Figure Studio. And when Molly joined the program, she only had $200 in her account. Now she's consistently making five figures a month and is on track to have her first six-figure year ever. She credits getting clarity in her brand and consistency in her systems, everything she learned inside of the six-figure studio for her success. And after fine-tuning her social media marketing strategy and her marketing message, Angie was able to increase her yearly revenue by an amazing $100,000. And you guys, these are real success stories from real people. And that means if it's possible for them, it's totally possible for you. Now, listen, the doors to the Six Figure Studio are currently closed, but they will be opening soon. So I would love to invite you to get your name on the list so that you're the first to know when enrollment opens. I'm going to share the link to get on that list in the description of today's episode. So be sure to click on it and sign up because your six-figure year is just around the corner.